You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. I personally, my opinion is we need to have our students back and attending classes before we can really think about our student athletes competing. But as we go down this road and we're looking at what the possibilities are going to be, I'm still optimistic that we're going to be able to uh, get our, our students back, that we will have a chance to get our, our uh, fall sport student athletes back in shape and ready to compete. Yes, there's a chance it could be a delayed season. It could be an abbreviated season. I still strongly think that uh, we will have things back to normal, but we do need to be prepared in the event that doesn't occur. So. And welcome here to another edition of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washington, Nate Klaus. That was Nebraska Athletic Director Bill Moose on his monthly radio appearance on the Husker Sports Network earlier in the week, showing some optimism that um, he does believe that we will play a season this year and that we'll have students on campus. And and really, that remains the key um, until we get an indication when students will be allowed on campus, um, it, it's going to be hard for a lot of these things to move forward. Um, you're starting to see some schools that don't have football, like Cal State Fullerton, which is largely a commuter school in L.A., Orange County area. Uh, they're going to not have fall classes altogether. They're going to go online only. Um, but you know, nobody has really made that big move as far as the fall semester. Um, I think most schools have eliminated students on campus for the summer. Uh, the Big Ten um, right now is on a stoppage until at least May 1st as far as organized team activities, a la spring football, um, organized workouts, um, things like that. So we really won't know kind of what direction that will go. Um, The Big Ten athletic directors are meeting um, daily, and one of the topics is how will they get those spring practices back. We should find out more on that, but uh, let's go back to Moose's comments. Robbins, your your thought just kind of on what Moose had to say earlier this week. Yeah, I mean, I think that falls in line with the way or where everybody is right now, where you're making all these contingency plans for any possible scenario, whether it is moving back the season or condensing the season or playing uh, games somewhere else. You know, I mean, I think every option is on the table right now because no one has any idea what is going to the world is going to be in September. And so uh, you have to have a plan. If you don't have a plan, then you're, you're doing it wrong. So these daily meetings, they're literally addressing every possible scenario and what individual schools can do uh, to be prepared for whatever happens over the next few months. But, um, you know, I thought it was important that, you know, he once again uh, reiterated that there is, I think, maybe it's just hope, uh, but I do think there's a belief amongst people, um, you know, athletic directors and coaches and whatnot, that in some way there will be a season next year. It's just a matter of what that season looks like. Will there be fans? Will it get pushed back? But I think that most people are operating that uh, there will be a season. It's just a matter of finding out what that season's going to look like. Yeah, and I think that's more than just blind faith, too. I, I feel like there's some sort of substance behind that. But uh, to me, from my point of view, I think what makes it difficult is the fact that um, you know the football players are student athletes. So you know, a lot of it has to depend on what the, the entire student body um, is, is doing and how the university as a whole, from the academic side of things, are, are handling things. And, uh, you know, do, are they having classes? Are our kids going to be on campus uh, going into classrooms and, and whatnot? So uh, to me, I, I think that's probably going to play as, as big of a factor in everything as, as uh, you know, uh, the athletic directors and the Big Ten Conference is going to play a role in it. What I'll be curious, guys, is May 1st. 
you know, what will happen on the Big Ten's ban as far as organized activities. Um, because Nebraska, Moose mentioned this too, they're in a state where they technically could have organized activities as long as it was 10 or less, and that's right now. And after the government governor's 21-day shutdown, maybe that would be loosened even more, um, which you know, by next Thursday, um, Nebraska will be out of the 21-day sh- um, you know, challenge the governor has issued as far as kind of keeping things um, where they're at as far as you know, shut down uh, to groups of 10 or less, no public gathering. So um, Nebraska would be a state you could do these things. But I get the sense that a lot of Big Ten athletic directors are going to fight for a level playing field. Nobody's going to want schools to be able to have summer camps, for example, if they can't have them in their state. Nobody's going to want to allow organized team activities. Let's just say if New Jersey or Maryland or Michigan states that are a little bit, you know, when you look at the coronavirus in the Big Ten, maybe even Ohio's in that boat, too, uh, that maybe they, they wouldn't be able to allow allowed to have what would be called the organized activities activity so um the level playing field factor will be something to watch well yeah i mean especially within just the big 10 i mean just because nebraska has the ability to do things uh rutgers being in new jersey or maryland you know being out there they're probably going to be the last ones they're going to be able to do anything with you know how bad uh, the virus has spread within those um you know that part of the country so you know that's where it gets interesting uh, just because uh, it doesn't matter about what you want to do as a conference because geographically, I mean, uh, the Big Ten is spread out so far that uh, there's such a wide ranging of situations facing each individual university that just because something would work for Nebraska, it by no means could work for another school. So that's where I think it gets interesting as far as what what happens. I mean, obviously, you're going to have some schools that can play and some that can't, what do you do with that if you really want to insist on having a season? Um, I mean, do you just have some of those schools sit out a year or whatever? I, I mean, I think that there's so many different ways this could go just because of the varying degrees that each state and each university within those states are dealing with right now. Yeah, I always feel like that's been a big sticking point too with whether it be the NCAA or, or conferences or whatever, they, they want a level playing field. You know, the, the unfair advantages, um, that's that's been the, the quickest way the NCAA has changed rules as well. When uh, you know when someone finds a loophole or you know is able to gain an unfair advantage, um, you know typically that that gets shut down pretty quick. So um, obviously it would be good for Nebraska if they were able to do it. Um, you know that that would be that give them a little bit of an edge, I think. But uh, I have a feeling that that they're going to want to make it all across the board and make it uh, fair for everyone. And what's interesting is we don't really know who's calling the shots here because the NCAA runs the recruiting calendar, so they've called the shots on that, mm-hmm. but organized workouts and things of this matter, spring practice, I believe that's more controlled by the conference. And they have the control. The NCAA doesn't control the football championship for football. It's controlled by the playoff and the Power Five conferences. So, um, you know, will each comp, will there be pressure put on, like, let's just say in the SEC, where most of the states are run by Republican governors and there's a lot more conservative values there. And they say, we're opening it up for organized uh, team activities here in May. Will that put pressure on the Big Ten? Say, God, we have to keep up with the SEC. If we're in places where we can have these, we should be able to have organized team activities as well. Yeah, I just don't know if it's up to the 
conferences. I mean, when it comes down to individual state rule, I mean, uh, but if, those states, like, let's just say those states allow, right? But as far as putting pressure, say on Big Ten, you know, where obviously they're being a lot more proactive than states in the SEC, even the Pac-12. I mean, the Pac-12, California. I mean, <laughs> they're about as proactive as it gets as far as uh, you know taking measures to combat this situation. So the idea that they're they already called off fall classes, right? That they're going to open things up because Georgia's opening things up. I just don't see that happening. And so you know, I don't know how much that pressure and you know conferences and athletic directors wanting to get things going will matter in certain states. And that's where that level playing field conversation really gets interesting. Well, and, and how much of, uh, you know, how, how much are you going to be willing to rock the boat too? I mean, if you're, you know, one of a, a couple schools that, that could take advantage of it and, and everyone else is against it, are, are you going to be, you know, pushing for it and willing to make everyone make some, some big enemies uh, within your conference? I, I don't know. I don't know. how. Well, that's happen. I think the testing procedures too are getting better. I mean, test Nebraska has just come out with governor Rick it's um, where I think two or 3,000 people per day can now be tested in this new program. That's going to get better and better as we go through this process. And I think as they can figure out a plan that says, all right, we can test all these guys regularly and quarantine people if we have to. We have the means to quarantine. We have empty dorm buildings if we have to go this route. So, I mean, I think they're going to have to get creative you know, if they're going to push the envelope on some of these things and hopefully the testing models out there are only going to get better and they have gotten better, which I think is encouraging. Yeah. I mean, that's where it starts. I mean, obviously mass testing and uh, widely available testing is the first part. And if you, that's, I think you get under control. Once you get things under control, at least able to monitor and have an idea of what your situation is, then all these other steps start to kind of unfold as they go. So, you know, I've, I choose, like Bill Moose chooses, to be optimistic that this thing is going to figure itself out. And yeah, there might be some alterations. Maybe there's some changes to the schedule or whatever it may be. But I am operating under the belief that there will be a season. We will be talking about football. Like who wants and, to be doom and gloom guy? Exactly. And, and Nebraska will be playing football this season. Now, when that season starts, that's the next question. Yeah, that's yeah, that's my biggest question too. Is what is it going to look like? Is it right. going to be a late start, or is it going to be you know without fans or what? But I, I believe there will be. Um, it's just a matter of of how they make it happen. I'll be curious too, guys. Conference media days will that just be canceled or be yeah, done I digitally? I mean, that that's one thing to watch late in July. They'll have to make that decision here sooner rather than later on conference media days. I would think by June 1st. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll, we'll get an idea even from the conference on that. But um, lots to talk about on the show. We're going to have some basketball talk here. Is Teddy Allen's going to join us? But next, Robin, we're going to hear from Matt Abdelmasi, um, who's going to join us after signing day. And he's going to weigh in on a lot of things, including the departures of John, uh, Charlie Easley and Kevin Cross. Um, so we'll get his thoughts on all of that next here. You're listening to the Husker Online Show.